let me get us something really beautiful to start us off. Crank it up to 11, man. Let's do it. The year is 1991. The year that saw the dissolution of the Soviet Union, the first Gulf War and the end of apartheid. But does that mean anything to you? You're 12 years old. For you, it's the year of Street Fighter 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog, of Nevermind and Use Your Illusion. Yes, 1991. The year that the CD first outsold the cassette. Not that you own any CDs. You're all about cassettes. You're old school. Or maybe you're just broke. You're only 12 after all. You probably make a lot of mixtapes. I imagine you all made a few for Jojo. Ah, Jojo. You were a right little gang, the four of you. Kit, nervous, quiet, but the brains of the bunch. You played quite a lot of D&D back then. And that's when Kit really came to life. Your forever DM. Mikey, who used to come and meet you still in his football kit, making you promise you wouldn't tell the team that he hung out with the dungeon nerds. Still, you knew he'd have your back in a scrap. You used to play at Neil's house. Neil, who was always so kind and trusting. Gullible, you would have said. And he was often the butt of the joke. But in many ways, the heart of the gang. Yeah, you were tight. And then, of course, there was Jojo. There was something about her. And not just the fact that she was the only girl who'd be seen dead around you misfits. She made you feel remarkable. More than one of you dreamt of sharing a kiss with Jojo in the tunnel of love because you all used to love theme parks, of course. First time you went, you had to stand on your toes to reach the must-be-taller-than-this-line marker. Maybe that was with your folks, or maybe you're a charity case and someone else's parents were kind enough to take you along. But lately, you've been trusted to go on your own with friends. Never Funland, though. No, that old place has been a ruin for as long as you can remember. You're not sure why it closed. You've had rumours, of course, although you don't know if they're true. Some say there was a scandal, some sort of tragedy, maybe even a murder. Others say they just went bust. All you know is that you used to tell ghost stories about the place, told each other it was haunted. Maybe a couple of you went up there one night as a dare or to do a Ouija board, tried to spook each other. Used to say, old Alky Malky the murderer used to hang out there. All good jokes. Yeah, you used to love to scare each other. But that was before Jojo. After Jojo, it didn't seem like such a good joke anymore. It happened the summer you all finished junior school. It was a summer filled with hope and possibility. And then one night, she just disappeared. The search was huge. It made the national news. They never did find a body. But they found her clothes a few weeks later, on the beach at Brian Down. And for some reason, that was enough for them to close the case. You could never understand why. But it seemed to make sense to your parents. After Jojo, you all sort of drifted apart. Mikey stayed on at the local state school while Kit got a scholarship to the cathedral school in Wells. Neil got a place at the grammar in Shepton Mallet. Jojo should have been there too. You think maybe it hit Neil the hardest. Then one day, you got a letter and the letter said, Dear Kit, or Dear Mikey, Sorry it's been so long. I still think about you a lot and the others. I miss hanging out. How's school? Do you still play D&D? I know what you'll think, but I've been doing a bit of digging. You know Malky? That bum we used to call Alky Malky the murderer? I found out who he really is. His name is Malcolm Weston. Apparently he really did kill someone years ago. Went to jail and everything, but only for nine years, then got out. I also know where he is. The rumours were true. He sleeps at Funland. Just like we always used to say, the rumours were true. Anyway, sorry, I know this is crazy, but I thought, what if it was him what took her? Jojo. They never did find her, did they? So I'm going down there to see if I can find him, hopefully make him tell us what happened. I know I should call the police, but they didn't do shit all before, did they? And I don't want him to get away, if he's even there. Will you meet me? Friday, December 13th. After school, bring a weapon. Your friend, Neil. And whether it's because you believe him, because you're worried about him, or for some other reason, you decide that, yes, you will meet him. The Apocalypse Players present Unland 
from the Fear's Sharp Little Needles collection of modern Call of Cthulhu scenarios by Stygian Fox. Unland was written by Scott Dorwood. Joseph Chance plays Mikey Judd, aged 13. Dannon McAleer plays Kit Hillier, aged 12. And Dan Wheeler plays the Keeper of Arcane Law, age unknown. A content warning. As always with Call of Cthulhu, this adventure features adult themes and specifically frequent references to cruelty to children. Listener discretion is advised. Part 1. Can I Kick It? Why don't we start by, um, tell me um, how you guys got to Funland. It's not, it's not walking distance from the town where you live. Mm. Um, how, have we, how have you arrived there? Um, am I boarding at uh, the, the Cathedral School in Wales? So am I living in Wales or am I commuting there? Uh, I, so I don't know too much about that school, but I'm assuming you're a, you're a, you're a day boy and you're commuting, you're getting the, getting the bus oh, there. That makes sense. Scholarship, like, likely to be a day boy. So yeah. I'd get the bus, I think, yeah, I'd get the bus from, from Wales back, but I'd just change in Western Supermare probably and get get the get the next bus down to bring down probably take me a couple of hours let me just clear something up because i know there's there is actually a fun land near western supermare near bring down but for legal purposes we can't imply this <laughs> but no so this this fun land i have i don't think i told you where it is it's in it's not it's not on the coast it's actually almost like in no man's land just sort of east of shepton mallet basically in like farmland it's in like cheap land they they did find her clothes at the beach in Breen Down, right? They did, yeah. That's where they found her clothes. But you all know where Funland is. You've been past it. It's the sort of place you've driven past and seen. There wouldn't be a bus that stops right there. But I imagine you could get a bus quite close. I get the bus probably in the direction of Glastonbury, Shepton and Mallet from Wales and then uh, get off and walk. Yeah. Exactly. And um, Mike, Mikey... How are you planning on getting there? And we can work out where you bump into each other. I was just going to say, I've just got this image of him studying bus timetables like you had to do. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. You, you, you still have to do it when you're a teenager to a certain extent. But it's yeah. not, you can look stuff up online, whereas back in those days, you would just stand there. Just there at the stop. What time of year is it? It's December. It's, it's December 13th. Because you stand there in the pissing rain. Yeah. In, some... in the dark with my torch. Well, even at a private school, you might be able to get away with a sort of military-style coat, maybe precursor to an Oasis-style, slight mod leanings, I don't know. Yeah, I love that. Duffel, a duffel coat or something. Yeah, duffel, duffel coat or something. Or army, army surplus. Yeah. I don't know, would, would Mikey... Mikey probably wouldn't have that. What, would, what kind of coat would he have? Maybe he never has a coat. Maybe he's always wearing tracksuit. Maybe it's always hoodies. Tracksuit hoodies. He's never wearing enough clothes. In, in that way that like sports guys, and like he's quite skinny, I think, but he's he doesn't ever wear wear quite enough clothes. In my experience, even nerdy kids, you have that sort of slightly masculine thing of I'm not cold, I don't feel the cold. Right. Yeah. Don't need a jacket. Exactly. Um, I'm going to cycle. Great. I hoped you would. So with a with a backpack, presumably with a. Um, so I will put my I'll put my. Um, torch in there my black widow slingshot still got it still good with it two years old now i've got one of those as well right yeah M mine's i think mine's the newest because i broke my um band i say that I, I was bought it as a present from my dad that's what i say nice is it a bmx with pegs or is it a normal bike only because it might come in handy to know now <laughs> I'm just thinking about getting a backy if we need to. <laughs> I, th I think really unhelpfully, mine is probably my mum's old bike. Right, yeah, yeah. Nice. And I'm going to get a new one, obviously. Obviously. But the other one was too small and we haven't got, we haven't got it yet. Yeah. Does that work, Dan? That's great. I'm, can I also take my, uh, my baseball bat? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. 
which is sticking somewhat incongruously out of the top of my 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 zipped bag. That's perfect. Uh, and a bottle of water and um, a packet of digestive biscuits. Nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so Kit, you get off the bus and uh, you you know you can see the the shape of the high sort of roller coaster. You know, just a, cu- a couple of sort of fields away. So you turn down a a country road and then down another and then you make your way down this sort of overgrown cracked private road with with no sign there anymore but you can tell that's the way to the park and it's there's a there's a gate on it but it just pushes open and it looks like it's already been pushed open um presumably because neil or someone's already gone through it'll be dark by now right well i'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you finished school at half three and that you were there in um, less less than half an hour maybe okay yeah 20 24 so it's sort of five to four and it's you probably got uh, at least another half hour of light maybe maybe an hour in which case as soon as i see the gate open i i do take a photo i use my um is it a olympus one i've got around my neck the the one that's actually quite yeah yeah i think do i have a polaroid in my backpack as well was that the idea yeah so you've got like i think you've got a the olympus om10 which is like a sort of classic slr quite a nice camera maybe you've got a couple of lenses for that yeah um if you like i'm gonna i can give you the a telephoto lens for free that would be nice if, if that's and, yeah. and then you've got a polaroid camera yeah. which is just a cheap polaroid yeah. camera but i will have what i will have done is take a polaroid of the bus timetable um just in case good thinking Zoom lens is going to cost you five sanity, posh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it may well. Sorry, I went very Norfolk then. Very Norfolk. That's fine. All my Norfolk accents and Christmas inheritance were basically Somerset. So, uh, Kit, could you, as you walk down this um, this track, could you give me a spot hidden roll? I'd love to. Yeah. Ooh, 17 on a 70. So almost an extreme. Great. That's fantastic. Well you can see that there are tire tracks um on this although at first sight it didn't look this look really disused this lane you can see that actually there are some fresh tire tracks in the mud yeah and because it's so because it's such a good good success you you think there's maybe a couple of different sets of tire tracks and you also i can be fairly sure that none of them will be neil's and because obviously he's (laughs) 12 years old yeah <laughs> um, unless he's got a lift but and do they look fresh they look relatively fresh yeah not dried into the mud no no um, in which case I take a photo of the tyre tracks and then I, I do up my duffel quite tight make sure my rucksack's sort of tight high up on my back as it always is and um, pull my scarf up over my nose I think and then probably follow those tyre tracks and those tire tracks lead you to just down the lane. To, there's no, there's only one way to go to the, to the car park. Mm. And just as you're approaching the car park, you see this um, sort of old lady's bike zoom past you, and the bell go ding ding. And you see a, a figure you recognise, this scrawny character with a backpack with a baseball bat sticking out the top of it. And Mikey skids into the car park just ahead of you. Mikey, I, I, I think I jog to sort of catch up with him and probably get a bit out of breath. So I pull up. Mikey, you uh, you got the letter as well. I, I pull up with a slight, slight back wheel skid. Yeah. Of course you do. Sick. Wicked. Because it's stunt riding, I'm happy to do a, a check for you. No, that's all right. I'll let you have that for free. I look back and I just drop my hood and I say, how be on? <laughs> I, I, I try and act not as impressed as I actually am by the wheel skid. I'm sort of like, you uh, you got Neil's letter as well. That's right. right. Where is he? I don't know, I've just got here. Uh, what do you think? I, what were you looking back on the ground there for? I don't know, there's tire tracks and stuff. I just think, I don't know if I really, well, I don't know. Do you believe him? Well, I don't know. But if- I've come. Well, well, yeah. You've come. I know, but... That probably means that we both believe you, doesn't it? Well, maybe, but I'm also just a bit worried about him coming here on his own. He's fine. I, he's, he's cool, but... Anyway, I thought I'd just take a photo of the tyre tracks just in case. I don't know. So, 
That's almost, it's, to me, it's like seeing a grockle come up here with you. Or what? Someone out of town. What was, when was the last time? I don't know. A while ago. Got any fags? No. Have you? Bugger. No. Maybe Neil will have some. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you never know. Neil, I've got digestives though. Do you want one? Oh, yeah. Chocolate. Of course. <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll crack open the digestive biscuits and, and probably for the first time really try and look at my surroundings. Yeah, I'll do the same, I think. Nibbling on a digestive and looking at anything. As you look, as you both look around, nibbling on your digestives, um, not going to make you do a roll or anything. To eat digestives, please. (laughs) (laughs) Extra skill, eat digestive, half a packet. Eat digestives. My wife needs that skill. She actually has that skill. If she ever was to play herself, she'd definitely have the skill, eat half a packet of biscuits. (laughs) If this was D&D, I might give you an extra hit point for eating a digestive. (laughs) Is it not D&D? Shit. It might be. <laughs> so as you look around, you realise, you, you know, you're in this old car park, massively overgrown, weeds everywhere. But it's not empty. There are a few what look like abandoned vehicles. Well, you assume abandoned because many of them look like wrecks of various different ages. You know, some of them look like maybe they've been there not too long. Others look like they could have been there almost since the park closed. And may- maybe... One of you want to give me a spot hidden on the on the cars? Yeah, if we're both having a look around. Yeah, yeah. I think we're both specifically having a sort of slightly awkward look around. Yeah. I've rolled a 44, um, which is too high by nine. I'm not going to spend the luck. I've rolled a 10. Sweet. I'm r- remarkably good at looking tonight. Apparently so. Um, is that an extreme or a very, very good... It is, yeah. 14 would be an extreme. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, you immediately notice that uh, like a lot of the cars have been, looks like they've been stripped of, of parts. Uh, and a, like one thing that you notice is barely any of them have uh, wing mirrors. And actually on closer look, it looks like maybe a few windows have been broken and like rear view mirrors have been ripped out of the cars as well. Right. Here, someone's had all the mirrors out of these. Vain bastards. Yeah, yeah. Probably, well, the... Uh, I can't, I, it means I can't check my hair. How is it? It's good, man. Good, I was, good quiff. I was thinking of going for a little bit of a David Beckham look, you know, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's got, you've got that claw going, don't worry. Is that a wet look? D- dates check, is that too soon? 91, are we? Well, Beckham. Um, Shit, it's probably too soon, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Mm, I think that might be a little bit early. Uh... Gigs? Seaman. Seaman. David Seaman. <laughs> He's got the moustache drawn. Jamie Redknapp, maybe? I'm not I've, sure. I've really failed you on my research. <laughs> Steve McManaman. Um, my references are all going to be Liverpool players. McManaman. Yeah, yeah, McManaman. Are you a United fan or if you change your mind, you're going to be a Liverpool I was going to be United. I've, if you're a Liverpool fan, I can help you out with some references. Yeah. So I can't help you if you're doomed. a United fan. Because I, I obviously, as a personal reference... I hated the United fans in the 90s. Right. Because <laughs> most of my friends were United fans. Oh, everyone I knew was a United fan. Yeah. It, was just, it was just a nightmare. And I, I actually quite liked the Liverpool fans. Yeah. so They seemed like somehow the underdogs, right? I should have gone Liverpool, but I went United because it was sort of less likeable. So, yeah. He's, it's not too late. It, you want to change your mind? The McManaman reference is enough for me to think that I'm actually a Liverpool fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? I think, think it might even be a bit early for McManaman. We'll have to go back on this. We'll go back. We'll go back. We'll change all the names. <laughs> we need to keep this in because it makes us sound less geeky. Does it? We actually know about football. <laughs> no, it doesn't. We don't know anything about football. It's geeky in a different way. <laughs> but I know I know. Kit certainly probably wouldn't get the reference. I think he supports Liverpool because you support Liverpool. Yeah. And so that's the cool team. Um, but he doesn't know any of the players. What you do know is that I support Liverpool because my dad supports Liverpool. Let's think. 91. No, I don't think... I think that's pre-McManaman. If, if the name McManaman comes up in my head as Kit, all I see is a Manaman, who is one of the background characters in the Star Wars Jabba Palace, who's like a giant <laughs> slug. And I know all the names of all those creatures. That is amazing knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know ludicrous. that. And I'm a deep Star Wars geek. <laughs> yeah. This is the deep cut, guys. We've got yeah. football meets Star Wars. What I do is... Dan, what I do is I, I reference a footballer 
that Kit has never heard of, and I say, "Sticking a Bionbi." I'm trying to get my hair a bit like him. Yeah, I th- and I yeah, nod enthusiastically. It's nearly there. I think you, I, just a bit more up on the side, maybe. Right. Um, I I think because of your excellent spot hidden, you also notice at that point that both of my shoes are technically taped with gaffer tape. They're quite smart new shoes, but they're taped quite tightly around the end of my toes and at the um, ankles. You lost your laces? No, I uh, no. it's just something we're doing at school. Is it? Oh. Yeah, well, you, you wouldn't know, would you? Too busy reading, I don't know, Latin or something. Well, I don't know. I don't Do you know any Latin I'm... now? No. Don't they make you sing in that in the morning? Yeah, but I don't know what I'm saying. I'm only, I'm only joking with you. I know. It's all good, man. As you chat, um, I think you're maybe wandering towards the main gates because um, the car park's quite big. You know, this was the site was quite big. It was um, about thirty acres. I, I do mention on the walk, like someone's had the mirrors out of that car. Like I said, be like, but there's no mirror on the floor. It's not like they've been smashed. It's like they've been removed, right? Yeah, there's a bit of there's a bit of damaged car parts on the floor, but it it doesn't look like all the. No, it doesn't look like the mirrors. It's not like someone's just come in and punched all the wing mirrors off. Which no, they've been removed. They've been wrenched off. But you, you had said it, and I think I do. I come back to it as we're chatting, and I say, "Why would they do that?" Do you think? I don't know. I mean, like, makes sense to take stuff in the car, but yeah, I don't know. Some some girl wanted to. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're using it as a shiv or something. I, th- <laughs> I think, particularly with this manly reference to shiv, I. I stop, I'm, I'm wheeling my bike up, and I stop, and I tap him on the shoulder in one of my more, no, this is important moments. And I say to him, have you ever heard of this Malcolm Weston? No. I've heard of Alki Malki, obviously, but I don't know. Do you reckon, where's he found that out? Well, that's what I wondered. I thought you might know. It might just be another story. That's what I'm saying. Like, we need to talk to him anyway. I, you've obviously bought a weapon. I've got my slingshot. That's a good point. Just in case. I think I reach and I realise I can't quite get it out evenly and with the bike and I'm sort of slightly struggling with the bike so then I, I, I try and cover it but I don't quite manage it. And I, I'm, so I'm reaching up over my shoulder to try and do that kind of smooth Mad Max manoeuvre but I can't. So then I, I instead I lower the bag slightly awkwardly holding onto my bike, unzip my bag, take out the thing, zip it back up again put it on my shoulder and said just as well just as well we didn't need that in a hurry yeah is it yeah i laugh uh, is it is it wrapped with barbed wire is it lucille the vampire bat or is it uh, just a, it's literally a baseball bat right <laughs> you would probably remember from my from my slightly enthusiastic experience when i was into baseball in the way that i sometimes get into all sorts of sports yeah tried to set up a school team but no one else was asked yeah, I mean, by try to set up, coerce the three of you into pitching balls at me. Yeah. And actually, as as I remember that, I do think, yeah, Jojo, she's to pitch the ball. And I look at you and I look at the baseball bat and I go, yeah, I haven't used it since then. It's almost brand new, isn't it? Ah, well, hopefully you won't have to use it. How close are we to the gates? Can I Can I hide my bike somewhere? Yeah, so you can, I mean, the place is quite overgrown. There's a few, like, I mean, it depends how, how well you want to hide it. There's a few trees that would have offered a bit of shade to some of the cars. Um, I think so long as I can put it behind something. Yeah, I mean, you could certainly make it so it's not visible from the the road or visible from the park, depending on what you want to do. Or there's probably somewhere you could chain it up if you've got a lock. It's 1991. We didn't need locks back then, did we? <laughs> There's probably a big bush where you could shove it in a bush. Sorry, I just turned into my parents. It really made me laugh. <laughs> you could leave your front door open, couldn't you? I, I triple lock it to something because <laughs> it's Somerset and it's a bike and it'll get nicked. Yeah, no, I, so I'll lock it up to something. Well, we don't want to be taking this around with us, do we? No, fair. Do you reckon Neil's already in there? Well, it's funny you should say that. You, As you're locking it up, you hear a familiar voice say, You came! And um, you look around... And it's it's Neil at the gate. But as soon as you glimpse him, he darts inside and sort of disappears out of view immediately. Neil. Neil. I didn't come, I just spilled my drink. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> that's, that was a stealth gag, and it got me. Sorry, got me. Um, hey, we're young. It's, it's like it's instant, right? Yeah. I've been sat on a bus. We've all been there. Nineteen one. There would have been articles written by Claire Rayner about telling you about that's all, that's all absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Embrace your body. Yeah, I think I do shout. Neil, Neil, come back. As he's shouting that, I'm sort of desperately trying to do my lock quickly. So as he's shouting, you're shouting, Neil, and he's but he's gone out of view, and I, I, you. It's only then that you realise that actually. It, although it's not dark yet, it's quite foggy. And actually, you know, basically there's this big sort of chicken wire fence surrounding, it was kind of, you know, you know what I mean by um, like a fence surrounding the park yeah, yeah. with these gates. And then just the other side of the fence, you can see the the shape of the big roller coaster, which sort of goes around the outside. Uh, well, just inside the fence. Um, so he's disappeared bit behind the struts of that, it looks like. Yeah. Um, but as you look, you get a good look at the gate, um, which is appears to have a chain, but just sort of be hanging open like the one at the end of the track. Yeah. And then above it, there's big, large, rusted metal letters that were once brightly coloured um, that say Unland. So once it said Funland, but the F has dropped off. And then there's also a big clown's head, like a fiberglass clown's head uh, lying on the ground. Uh, looking is exactly as creepy as it sounds. That would have that was originally topped the lettering. Right. Uh, you feel like you may have seen the the logo somewhere before, and he was Mr. Fun was the the clown. If I go past that, probably give it a little kick. Was he gone? Fuck. <sighs> so we'll go after him. Do you you say as you go past it, you give it a little kick? Yeah. Do you give it a little kick? Yeah, I think so because I think it freaks me out. But like in front of Mikey, I want to just give it a little dunt with my, you know. Fuck. Could you give me a power roll? Oh god. <laughs> Forty-four on a sixty, so a success. You're surprised at how uh, solid it is. It looks like it's fiberglass, but you kick it and it it doesn't hurt. But it's like it's not going to move. It's like absolutely dense and and it is you're expecting like a sort of thud and there's more of like a sonorous as you kick it it's weird but yeah maybe not worth dwelling on I don't, I don't think I think it yeah in the moment it seems odd but I think I'd probably ignore it and run up to the gates is Mikey caught up with me he finished locking his bike I think we can assume so yeah that you both get to the gate I was whispering Neil Neil shit should we go after him we got to go after him. Yeah, of course we do. Why is he playing around like a little baby? Don't know, maybe there's someone in there. Yeah, maybe. Shit. What if it's... Right. And then I think I start to move quite seriously when he says, what if it's... I kind of give him a look, but then I'm, I'm moving. So immediately inside the gate is a big map of the site, which is the map that I've sent you. Cool. Um, and it looks like there maybe there was once a key um, because it's, it's got numbered locations, you know, and like a UR here by the gate. And it looks like once there was a key maybe in the bottom left-hand corner, but it's kind of rotted away. Luckily, it appears that most of the site, most of the map of the site remains. So you can see the size of it. And as I say, it's about 30 acres uh, in like a, a circular shape and like going round the whole sort of circumference in a circuitous route is this roller coaster uh, and then there's various other buildings some of them which you can make out although it is a bit foggy i think i'm running and mikey's probably passing me because i know he's like fitter than i am like he's always been sporty but i think i do if there's still enough light i know it'll be getting dim but i want to stop and pull out my polaroid and take a a couple of snaps of the map just in case I think that's an excellent idea and I sort of run and then I try and run catch up with Mikey sort of waving the two Polaroids in, in my hand great I, I mean I think I'm probably running running in with a sort of with a notion of where's Neil is he, is he gone around directly to one side to that to that sort of first building on the right hand side or is he gone off to the left hand side away into the sort of I guess grass and bushes and all that kind of stuff probably all overgrown right 
Uh, yeah, pretty pretty overgrown. But so I'm, I'm so I'm sort of scanning around, but I but I I do look back at the map and think, oh clever, you know that's clever Hillier. He's always thinking, and and then I I think I clock the cameras for the first time as well. Particularly the Olympus. I'm not so bothered about the. He always used to carry the Polaroid before, but the Olympus I think is new to me. It's it's probably new to me. It's probably not a new camera. I don't think he's not like. No, I think real. it's a 70s camera base. Yeah. You know, a real classic. Yeah. But but did he have it before? Has he always had it? I don't think so. But I know he's good with cameras, right? Yeah. Uh, but he, it's, I think there's that there's that moment of going, wow, he's gone up a gear as a person. I have too. Yeah. But I've been sort of hitting him a bit hard and, and also doing my sort of mock Somerset thing that I do because I'm not really from Somerset. Yeah. And I and I do think, oh, God, he's made something of himself. And I feel that kind of crushing sense of people making something of themselves and I'm not. Yeah. And I just, I stop where I am on the track and I look, I look at him and I just go, <sighs> and I start to breathe really fast. <sighs> and as you have this moment of, self-realization and um, self-awareness and honesty at the, like, Oh, he's made something of himself and I'm not you. It's almost like the, the fog parts for a minute and you see, as you look back towards the gate, you see you're looking past um, like what looks like an old office, um, which is what's marked as number three. That's the building on the right, isn't it? That we could sort of see a bit of the, the fog's cleared a bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just at that moment. And then it closes in again. It's really sort of coming in like weird waves. I think I, I catch up with Mikey with the Polaroids. Neil! Yeah, I think it's whispering, whisper shouting, isn't it? I yeah. think, yeah. Neil! Neil! Fex, Fex, say, where has he gone? He's such an idiot. I saw him go under one of them struts, I reckon. By the, the tracks, under the tracks. Well, one, the one over there, I think so. Is that the one on the right, Danan, or is that the one on the left? In my head, it was one of the ones on the right, but I, I'm not sure. Near if, the number 15? Yeah, around that area. Was that about right? I mean, if we can't see the, the office building, maybe we can't see that far. I don't, well, I don't, I, think you, I think maybe you can see a bit of that, because the roller coaster is huge. Yeah. In fact, the, it's much bigger looking at it from inside than it appeared from the outside. Yeah. It, sort of towers up because of the fog you can't see the top but it's so huge as the mist goes across it you can see this you know vast hulking shape i think looking up i get a little bit of I, i'm good with heights but i, I don't like look i get that vertigo from looking up i think yeah and so i feel mm -hmm. like a bit sick and I, I don't quite want to look that high up but i say yeah i think he went behind there somewhere around there neil neil did, did i miss that that's what you said is it I think that's um, a guess from Kit. Yeah. It's... I suggested that that was, that was visible from the outside and maybe that was somewhere where someone could disappear behind. But Oh, I see. I see. Good spot. Well, he's very smart. Kit's very smart. So I think Mikey goes, right, this place is fucking huge. Yeah, it is. And he's messing around. I wonder what went wrong with it. That would be, that'd be an amazing roller coaster. Anyway. Yeah. Good thinking. Can I, can I take one of them? Hey, yeah. And I take I take one of the yeah. photos in a slightly irritating way, I suspect. <laughs> Be careful, don't get your thumb on it. Oh, as I as I put as I put my thumb on it heavily. In fact I, I will I will now smudge out <laughs> oh, the map. That, that section of the map. Perfect. Big <laughs> thumbprint in the middle of the map. I said don't oh, don't worry. Oh, who plays hide and seek anymore? Why is he being such a baby? I thought he was serious about this. If he's just mucking about. Neil, if you're mucking about, I'll fucking... Come out now. Pinch your nipples so hard you won't be able to... Do a Chinese burn like you've never had. Are you going towards the roller coaster? Yeah, let's go that way. Let's see if he's there. So, yeah, we'll skirt round three. Uh, if that's all right with you, I, I, I'm going to say, let's just go by the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> there might be weirdos in there and everything. Probably full of pedos. Maybe that. Would you want to give it a wide berth? No, no, no. I just mean like, why is he running around playing games when I thought he was being serious? There might be, even if it's not this alky malky fella. Maybe you're right. Let's just give it, give it some space. So actually, we, I, I'm not going to go as close to three as I thought I was going to. 
I'll just make a beeline for that. Well, my thumb has now smudged that section of the map, but I can see directly ahead and I can see there's this strut, so. Yeah, so you, as you get closer to the, the roller coaster, you realize that you had a really good view of it from outside and it was just a rusty old roller coaster. Inside, it really looks quite different. You thought that it was built on big sort of steel girders, struts, you know, but as you get closer, it looks like it's more of a mesh, like almost like strings. You can't quite work out what the structure is or, or what they're made of, whether it's like fiberglass or, or very or like a fine metal, but it's almost like it's on a mesh. Uh, and it's, and it's, it is really, is really sort of foggy, even up quite close. So there could be someone hiding there, I guess. Here, Neil, this is weird, man. Maybe he's not here. I thought he ran this way, but. Well, let's go and have a look. Let's look behind one of these at least. Neil, stop being a little dick. But I guess I do tend, as Mikey says, let's have a look. I do tentatively keep walking towards the the roller coaster, even though I don't know something about it feels weird. Actually, yeah, it's, it's so weird that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, here, wait a second, uh, and I'm gonna get my slingshot out. I'm gonna stick my, uh, um, what's it called, baseball bat into my belt on my jeans. I'm gonna stick it through the belt of my jeans and. I mean, it's slightly awkward, and if I run in where it's going to fall out, like, we all know that's what happens, isn't it? Is you just stick something in your belt. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to get my slingshot out. I think I see you doing that, and I pull mine out of my duffel coat pocket as well and scout about for a pebble on the floor. I mean, he did say bring a weapon, mate, and we think yeah. we've seen him now. There's no sign of him. I've got jumpy, basically, and I'm thinking I'm much better with a slingshot. Yeah, I'm hoping he's messing around, but... You're having a really good look at this roller coaster. And... As I say, it looks like a mesh, but as you get closer, it's almost like it's strings and they seem to stretch back. And it's it's quite clear that it's not the struts of a roller coaster anymore. You know, that's that's not what you're looking at. It appears to be this mesh of string that encircles the park. Like it must be like a secondary fence or something. But as you like look closer, you you You've got this sort of feeling of the mist closing in as you move closer and closer through it. And can you give, both give me a spot hidden? Well, just before I do that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean down and pick up the largest stone I can find. And just crudely, with my spittle, I'm just going to make a, a star shape on it with an eye in the middle and just whisper a few words. At, oh, oh no, different character. <laughs> I was about to say, fucking hell. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do any of that. Spot hidden. Yes, sir. Yes, keeper of the carnival law. I've also, yeah, got my slingshot out and picked up a pebble or something. Assuming there's, even if it's just a big bit of gravel or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's another spot hidden. Eight. Oh, I fail. I have passed on a 17. So I could make, um, I, I could, hang on. Oh, bad maths. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard success. Okay, so uh, Kit, you you just see these strings, and you just get the feeling that it's you can't really work out like what what it is, but it's 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 kind of like a sort of dense fog that you don't you don't really want to go any closer through, and you can't see anything, and you so you think maybe you should double back. But Mikey, you start to feel like you can see through these strings that maybe are f like some figures but almost like the figures are dangling on the end of the strings and could you give me a sanity roll please but because you're both children I'm I've invented a mechanic which I can tell you about at this moment you've got an innocence score while your innocence remains greater than your intelligence I'm going to give you a bonus die on all your sanity rolls. Nice. However, I will give you a penalty die on any rolls which involve what I'm thinking of as adult stuff. Yeah. Um, you can spend your innocence like luck where relevant. So basically on those penalty rolls. Right, right. If you, if you fail a penalty roll on adult stuff, you can spend some innocence. To, to see what cannot be seen. 
I love it. It's great. Once your innocence dips below your intelligence, those bonus and penalty dice disappear and you can't spend it anymore and it becomes no Welcome to the world. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the world. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's horrible. It's great. It's such a melancholy mechanic. It's great. So you can give me a sanity roll, but you get a bonus die. So, yes, I see these figures through the... I think I slow down a bit. I've got the stone in my hand, my left hand, and I've got the, the Black Widow in my right. And um, I do pass my sanity check. 64 and 75. Great. So you... I think I go... Must be f- more of those weird fallen... I don't know, it's like fallen bits of decoration or something. I think, yeah, and I think you remember the big clown's head on the gate, and you remember, like, Mr. Fun, there's probably a lot of, like... Animated bits or fiberglass figures. Fiberglass figures, figures like, animatronic, yeah. This, like, this period, you like, all these theme parks had f- figures. They were all themed around, like, you know, either pirates or clowns or whatever, and you assume that must be what it is. It's probably like going to the Hobbs, Hobbs Boat Inn, just outside Western, Charlie Talk. You'd have Charlie Chalkland, it's that sort of thing, right? Yeah, or well, Black Gang Chine on um, the Isle of the Isle of Wight, which is the the pirate themed place. So as you have this sort of, you reassure yourself. You're like they're just, you know, fiberglass figures or whatever. You also think, you know, you've you've spooked yourself about the the structure of this roller coaster. You just couldn't really see it from the outside. It's just foggy and. It's made of a different, some material that you can't quite put your finger on. Maybe, maybe it's like a uh, a special moulded plastic, and so you just you leave it. But I think you both are sure now that Neil isn't hiding in the struts of the roller coaster. I think I say, Mikey, let's go back. Look at that stuff there. I think was that what you were seeing? Yeah, maybe. Can you see those? It's probably more clowns or something, isn't it? Just a fence or something. Some models. They look like figures, but I mean, you know what I mean. It's like stuff that they've been decorating with. Anyway, you're you're probably right. Let's go through the actual park. Is it me, or is it, or is it foggier in here than it is out there? Is it is it foggier in here? Yeah, it's proper foggy. Maybe the fog's just rolled in, but certainly you can see less far inside than you could outside. And it hasn't got dark yet. You know, it is just the weather. Listen, if Neil wants to mess about. That's on him. Let's just have a walk through the main bit. I don't know. I don't think... I, I think I almost mentioned Jojo, and then I can't quite bring myself to say her name, but I just, I just say, I don't think... Anyway, I, I don't know. It sounds like he's just messing, but let's have a look while there's still some light. And If he wants to play hide-and-seek like a baby, well, that's on him. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. All right. Come on, then. And I think he's really grumpy, and I think he's in total silence. And, it, and it's almost as if he's sort of grumpy with you, Kip. Uh, but he does reluctantly go back. My, my instinct is to sort of head back to that main path and sort of walk up towards four and five, like sort of follow the path that I just... I feel the instinct. I, d- I don't like... The fence was weird, and I didn't really see what it was specifically, but I want to just stay on the path, basically. That's the sensible thing. So uh, you're consulting your photos, are you, for the for the map? Yeah. Um, could you, in, in which case, could you give me two photography rolls to check that they came out? Oh yeah, bloody hell! You're lucky you took two. <laughs> yeah. Fifty-seven success. Seventy-eight, which is a fail, but that might be because of the thumbprint as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so one of them, one of them. Uh, Let's yeah, I think that's I think that's an excellent idea. So the one you're holding in your hand, Kit, is fine. It came out very well. Mikey, your photo. It must have been the way you put your hand on it, and it's it's it is the thumbprint. But actually, it's almost like the whole the whole right hand side of the map is a bit of a blur to you. You can basically see from the path. Then everything to the right of it is. I'll draw a line down. And I'll play that I've got only that side of the map. Can I just double check at this point? Have we gone into the park before? Because I know we've known about it and we've sort of been near it. But have we ever made the step of going into it in the past? 
or is it just someone we know about? Oh, you you tell me. That's entirely up to you. I think I think this is the point at which we realise that. Yeah. Because we saw him and we ran in, and because we've gone through that year and a half without each other. I think. Well, actually, I, I think I know what I do. I, I I turn to you and I and I say. Shit, man. We're inside. This is the first time we've ever gone inside this place. Do you remember we used to just meet out, the four of us? And I, I basically uh, mirror Samwise Gamgee and say, if I take one more step, this will be the farthest into Funland I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very good. But I think that's it. Maybe we dared each other to sort of run through the gates and back out and stuff in the past. I, was gonna, I think there's this sort of, there's an onslaught of memories where we dared people. And I reckon Jojo was pretty good at being dared to go in. Wasn't She'd it? always go furthest, maybe. And then we'd all get a bit nervous and a bit scared because she was being tested. And we'd be like, come back, come back. Yeah, but we've never been past this point, I wouldn't have thought. Because we'd be too scared about freaking each other out. and. But it all just felt so natural, right? Yeah, totally. It just felt so natural to just run in. And then it's only now that we're back on the track and looking at the photos and sort of really taking stock that I suspect. Yeah. In that way in which you do as a as a teenager, where you're sort of rejecting your past, but at the same time, the past really means everything. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like that. and I And I say, well... Look, if he's playing a joke, he's doing it for a reason. He wrote letters for fuck's sake. If I get my fucking hands on him, I'm going to mess him up. Proper job. Yeah, I know. I'll give him a dead leg. Right. I, I think we go back to the path here. I, I'm showing you the, my photo that's probably a bit better. And then look, like, where's that seven it says on the map? That's probably like the main bit, the visitor center or something. Like, he's probably hiding in there. That's like the biggest building. You could be hiding anywhere in here. Yeah, I know, I know. But at least if we go in there, we can say, look, she... And again, I almost mentioned Jojo. And just say, look, there's nothing here. Not she's here, not here, but there's nothing here. So as you make your way back to the path, you're having this conversation, and you, you go past the office again on your left, you realise that all the way along the path, there are these... Like ruined uh, refreshment stores and like little um, little amusement booths, you know, not like proper rides, but like rifle ranges and duck hooks and things, that kind of thing you'd find in any fun fair, really. And then like yeah, little refreshment booths, and some of them are pretty wrecked. Some of them look like they're a little bit more sturdy. And there's quite a lot of graffiti, and you see quite a lot of graffiti that says, funny enough, calling back to what you said earlier, Kit. Fuck off pedos is written on loads of them. Fuck off pedos. I think obviously I know what that means to an extent, but I don't really obviously process the what it actually means. You know, you, pedo is just a word you'd say you're a pedo yeah. to someone, you know. I think that's exactly right in terms of that your level of understanding. I think you know it's... A pedo's maybe a creepy old man. Yeah, exactly. But you don't know that it's necessarily someone who abuses children. Yeah, exactly. It's just a it's just a slang word. But I think I think the graffiti does freak me out because mainly because it makes me just think older kids hang out here, and that's another level of danger. So should we roll innocence? Well, in fact, you could both roll me innocence to let me know whether you do know because <laughs> maybe because maybe the penny drops for poor old clever kit. Or would you like intelligence? Now, your new mechanic is so delicious, I just want to play with it. I'm, I'm going to roll in innocence. You tell me. Do you, wanna, do, you want, do you want to find out what it means, or do you want to check that you don't know what it means? Yeah, I'm checking that I don't know what it means. 66 on my 85 innocence. So, yeah, you, you are uh, innocent enough to not know the full, well, the real meaning of that word. I have rolled a 91 Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, it's the sort of word we'd probably call someone like Alki Malki if we didn't have this game about him being a murderer. It'd be some creepy old pedo. But I just don't know what that means, except weirdo. And I have rolled a 91. So you you know that you know that this word is it refers to someone who um, abuses children. 
and it's but it's and it's been repeated and again and again and again. But it but it but it's also the hierarchy of of swears and cusses and and uh, and so I think I think he's just on edge. He's already grumpy on it, but now I think that Ken he goes a little bit more focused. I think that's the only change. It's just something nasty about a kid's fun land. And actually, maybe what he does is, as we get... I don't know how far you want us to get up, Dan, but we sort of around the area of that last group of things off the left of the path. It's five on the map. Let's say you're at four and five. I think all he does is he, he says to uh, Kit... Unland's a weird name, isn't it? Yeah. Why? I think it was Funland, wasn't it? Well, of course it was. just dropped off the F. Dude, you're the fucking poet, not me. All right. Here, listen. Watch out, because, like, all that graffiti, there's probably loads of townies in here. Well, they come here anyway. Wait. All right. Quiet. Listen. Do you listen? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's up to him whether he wants to take my lead, but... I think if you go, wait and like sort of clearly listen out then I'll probably copy you because I copy most things you do I, I've literally gone here wait listen because I because I think I'm really good at listening I'd like you to both give me a listen roll I fail I I'd like to push my roll what have you rolled <laughs> I've rolled a 60 on a 25 but I think I'm really good at listening how are you going to push it so I go no sharp Fucking sharp, you're breathing too heavily. All right, mate. Sharp. And I, and I go right over to him, and I, I grab him and go, look, this isn't some posh fucking trip out, sunshine. I'm not posh, mate. Fuck's sake. I sort of push you off a bit. You want to talk to me about singing in Wells Cathedral? Yeah, all right, mate. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up, all right? I'm trying to listen. Do this thing for me. For us. All right. All right. And then, I, and then I listen, having having broken terrible bonds with the one person who's in the fucking... Yeah. But, you know, I'm hurt. I'm hurt because he left. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to... No, I can't! I'm afraid you can't. So close. I know what you're thinking, and you can't. What have you rolled? Can't spend the luck. I rolled a 27. That's so cruel. So you pull him close... He's right, you're right up in his face. And you say, no, will you listen? Will you listen? And he's, his face is utterly still, but he speaks to you and he says, Mikey, why did you leave me? But it's not his voice. It's Jojo's voice. Mikey, why did you leave me? <laughs>